how can we be confident we're making the right decision or a good decision? Pick up the language from the psalm. How can we have some confidence that we're choosing the path of life? St. Ignatius of Loyola is helpful here. Perhaps many of you know that pivotal moment or a pivotal moment in his life. Now, he was a Spanish soldier in the 16th century, eventually became the founder of the Jesuits. But in his last battle, he was wounded by a cannonball. His leg was shattered. But his captors, the enemy, were so impressed with the way in which he fought that they allowed him to recover at the hospital, which he did. And then he got back up on his horse and noted that he couldn't sit as straight up as he did previously. So he had them re-break his leg so that he might, in his vanity, sit upright. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Well, in the hospital, he asked the good sisters if they had any of those smutty novels about knights and women, and surprisingly they didn't, but they gave him what they had. That was a book on the life of Christ, and then a book on the lives of the saints. And Ignatius recorded this later. He said, you know, I, I noticed when I was laying in the bed there recovering, my mind would go to those stories that I used to read about knights and about wooing women, and I was excited. And then that gradually gave way to sadness, kind of what he called desolation, disappointment. He said, but I noticed when I read the book about the life of Christ, and when I read the book about the lives of the saints, and thought, well, what if I were to do what Francis and Dominic did? He said there was excitement, but the difference he began to notice was that it didn't leave him, when the excitement waned, with a sense of desolation or darkness, sadness, but with peace. And he began to use that as a touchstone for his spiritual exercises of discerning the way in which we might more accurately discern God's will for us in our lives so we don't end up going the wrong way. Now, in the gospel, what do we have? Well, we have two disciples, probably husband and wife, described as being downcast. We were hoping, they said, we were hoping that he would be the one. We had an idea of what the Messiah should be, and we were hoping and we were disappointed. You see, they had imposed their view of what God should do through his Messiah, but it turns out their view was too small. He was a prophet with mighty deeds. We were hoping he would be the one to deliver us, to redeem us from the Romans, from the suffering that they imposed upon us. But little did they expect God to redeem the world through suffering. Notice that by the end, this group, these two disciples, didn't about face Imposing our ideas on to God leads to desolation, being downcast, and going the wrong way. Now, I suspect this resonates with your experience. It certainly does with mine. Imposing ideas on God and feeling downcast afterwards, trying to determine for ourselves what's right and wrong, what is and isn't consistent with the Bible, the commandments, the faith, 
and then feeling afterwards something of the desolation, the sadness Ignatius and Cleopas experienced. It seems that the experience of being downcast is an echo of our conscience. You know, we know what this is like, feeling sadness because God didn't do what we wanted him to do. We were hoping he would be the one to redeem us, who would provide for us. But the sadness arising from our conscience is actually saying, it's not God that's letting you down, it's your faith and your choices. This is a complimentary way to say what I did last week in the project um, presentations regarding the typical 30 to 40% participation in capital campaigns that fundraising companies says what to expect. Perhaps those numbers would be understandable with a different type of campaign, further removed like one for the archdiocese. But 30 to 40% for us is inconceivable. I mean, to put it the other way around, it's inconceivable to me that 60 to 70% of the parish could attend a church or school to which they did not contribute as it was being built and endure the hounding of their conscience and the subsequent experience of desolation and being downcast. That's inconceivable to me. You see, I have more confidence in our consciences than that and what the fundraising companies do. 100% have a conscience, 100% participation, right? It's not as though we're students at some misguided university that rail against privilege and also expect to be rewarded without doing the hard work of studying. No, we understand that everyone born in this country and in a family of faith are privileged, with which comes real responsibility. We live in the heartland. Our moral values are not determined by whim or fly-by-night ideologies. The roots of our values sink deep into the soil of Scripture and sacrament, which open our eyes and send us off in the right direction, a direction that apparently involves proclaiming Jesus raised from the dead and the value of the Scriptures and the breaking of the bread a big part of which for us involves creating structures that say this by their very design and by what takes place within them. 